Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hell of Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Fitness Disrupted, a production of iHeartRadio. Hi, I am Tom Holland. This is Fitness Disrupted. Let's talk about how to achieve your New Year's goals once and for all. As I record this show, it's just a few days away from January 1st, so it's a great time of year to talk about that. But let me preface it by saying you could do this anytime. Even though I'm saying New Year's goals, you can start this any time of year, and you should. So it doesn't just matter if it's New Year's. As far as goal setting, goal setting is goal setting. So regardless of what time of year it is, I'm going to give you the formula to achieve your goals once and for all. And let me tell you something. I, I know a little bit about this. This is exactly what my master's degree focused on along with the exercise science. It was sports psychology. It was a combination of the two, exercise science, psychology, counseling. I went back to get my master's, figure out how to help people, myself included, figure it out, achieve their goals. Because we know what to do. We know we need to do more and eat less. Yes, that is the basic framework, but how do we do it? That is why you're listening to this show. That is why... I get paid for doing what I do. If it were easy, everyone would do it. But guess what? There's just, again, so much bad information out there. Let's just start with the basic premise and studies. Studies have shown that less than 25% of people actually stay committed to their resolutions after just 30 days. Less than 25% of people, I would say that number is lower, just pulling a couple statistics, some data after 30 days. And this one says that only 8% accomplish them. That's probably right, close. 92% after 30 days are done. 
Why is that? Why is that? In my opinion, in my experience, there are three reasons and they all involve the word two, T-O-O. Three reasons. Start with the simple and then I'll distill it down. You haven't achieved your goals. You're doing too much. You're expecting results too soon. And your goals are too vague. Too much, too soon, too vague. Now, there's those acronyms. They're in all the textbooks I studied when it came to cognitive behavioral changes and all that stuff. And you read the articles and they're right. But it's an example of something you've read a million times and it hasn't worked, right? The smart method of goal setting, right? Specific, measurable, attainable, relevant time. Okay, that, I'm not even going to go through that. I'll go through it quickly, I should say, but, but I'm not going to spend a lot of time with that. So specific goals, yes, measurable, attainable. I don't really agree with the attainable thing, although it's attainable. That goes to time. We should have goals that are lofty. We just shouldn't expect them right away. Relevant, I don't even like that term. I'd like to change that to passionate. If your goal is not relevant, why are you making that goal? doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Of course, it's got to be relevant to you. You got to be passionate about it. There's two attributes to time. It's a goal date and giving it time. All right. That's all I want to say about that. I want to go instead when you study sports psychology and I'll use my Ironman training as, as an example. When I first started doing Ironman, I didn't own a bike. I couldn't swim one lap across the pool. So you talk about an attainable, no, it was a ridiculous goal. And we should set ridiculous goals, ridiculous goals when it comes to exercise and nutrition and things like that, but give it time. And this will make sense. You're going, that makes no sense. Attainable means having a plan. That's what attainable means. But I want you to set crazy goals. That has been my most satisfying part of being a coach, being in the industry that I'm in. And my book, The Micro Workout Plan, has several chapters on clients I had that set ridiculous goals. We set ridiculous goals for them and they achieved them. They gave it time. They had a plan and they're going to do the three things and focus on the three things that I'm going to tell you from psychology, from cognitive behavioral, from having a plan, small steps to a huge goal. Why go, go big or go home. That's saying (laughs) double-edged sword. A lot of people just go home (laughs) because they go big without a plan, because they go big without giving it time, because they go big right away. There is a process. There is a plan. There is a strategy. And yes, the smart technique of goal setting, uh, it's going to be all over the media for the next couple of days and all over TV. And, And yes, again, it, it works. There's a framework, but it's, it's, it's not working for the vast majority of you. So we have to reframe it. Got to give you a new way of looking at it. And that's what it's all about. I've said every Christmas, my wife gives me three textbooks. One is nutrition. One is exercise fizz. And another one is the psychology. And it's all the same stuff. But when you read it different ways at different times in your life, you absorb it differently. So I never stop reading the same stuff over and over because suddenly you have these aha moments. And that's what this show's about is helping you have those aha moments. You've heard a lot of this, but suddenly it's going to click. And that's why I give it to you so many different ways. All right. So when we come back from the break, I'm going to give you just kind of an inspirational story because listen, I was the kid on the bench who couldn't run, who had shin splints, who was in major pain my entire childhood. And to think that I now have done 20 some odd Ironman, 70, 80 plus marathons and ultra marathons, that's crazy. 
because I wasn't that guy and thinking that I could run, period, much less do that and be injury-free at 50 and, and actually do pretty well at it back in the day when I was racing. And I'll probably race, like now it's just about finishing. But yes, so I'm going to talk about how I use the three strategies and that you will use, and I'm going to give you the ways to use them for your diet, your healthy eating, and for your exercise. And it's going to clarify and give you just the way you need to approach goal setting so you can be that 8% and so that 8% can grow over time because that shouldn't be the case. When we come back, I'm going to give you the three different categories and we're going to talk about, I'm going to give you the specifics on diet and exercise, how you do that. Okay, we'll be right back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so there are three 
techniques, goal setting when it comes to sports performance, but we can use those as well for diet and exercise, for changing our habits, for the type of New Year's resolutions and goals that people set for themselves. And let me backtrack a little bit just because things annoy me with fitness people. There are those people who say, you know, oh, I don't want to call them resolutions, goal. Who cares? (laughs) Who cares? Let's not split hairs. Call them whatever you want. Resolutions, goals. Let's better ourselves and not spend time arguing over the verbiage of what we want to call it. It's a resolution. It's a goal. It's whatever you want it to be. And then there's those fitness people who are high and mighty and say, well, they don't believe in setting them at New Year's. You should be setting them all year round. Yeah, okay. But most people do this. This is a great time of year to start, myself included. Of course, you should be setting goals all year long and stuff like that. But does that mean you can't set them at New Year's and that's a good time? Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. We can say that. Okay. We can call them whatever we want. You can start them whenever you want. But New Year's is a good time for many people to do it. And listen, I worked in the gyms. I was a trainer. It was the greatest time of year to be a trainer. It was shooting fish in a barrel. Made so much money in January when I was a trainer in the gyms. Right? But it is what it is. I'm going to give you the techniques so you can be successful. All right. Again, when it comes to sports performance, we talk about process goals, performance goals, and outcome goals. So real simply, process goals are the techniques or strategies needed to perform well. So if you're a runner, your process goals are soft foot strikes, right? Uh, Increased foot turnover, relaxing your hands. Here's what's really cool. You can't fail at your process goals. Okay, so they're techniques to better your performance. Now we go to performance. So your performance is what you do. You may be training for a marathon. So your performance goals are, I want to run a 5K in 21 minutes, whatever the time is. I want to do a half marathon in X amount of time, right? So your performance goals are stepping stones. And this is also um, my take on these things, by the way. Different sports psychology people will, will look at them a little differently, but by and large, this is how it works, all right? And it's worked for me in hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of my clients. So process goals are the techniques. The performance goals are the measurable goals you're going to use to get to your outcome goals. Your outcome goal is your singular goal you're working towards. So for me, it was Ironman. I wanted to finish an Ironman. I couldn't swim one lap across the pool. I didn't own a bike, but that was my outcome goal. So for me, (laughs) here's the process goals back in the day. This is 1998. My process goals were A, buy a bike, then hire a coach, find a pool, buy a bunch of books on Ironman. And there weren't a lot. I've since written my own. There weren't many at all back when I was starting. Buy some fitness technology to track what I was doing. So that's getting, that's the setup. That's the start. And that's getting excited. So the performance goals for myself back in the day were run a couple half marathons. I had some shorter running races that I scheduled out. Then a half Ironman I had a couple months out building up. Do three 100-mile bike rides. I know it sounds crazy for many, but this is just an example. From someone who couldn't run, it was the slow process. And this was months and months and months. But the process goals were getting prepared. Doing these things, making investments in the bike, in the coach. And listen, I put that bike on a credit card. I've talked about it before. It took a long time to pay it off, but it paid dividends. It led to everything I am today. 
investing, being scared. I've talked about that. Like made that purchase and it wasn't a super expensive bike for other triathletes, but for me it was. All right. And the outcome was the Ironman. Guess what? It happened and it changed my life. And the goal was just to finish. Wasn't a time goal. That came later. Huge goal changed my life. So that was my process performance outcome. So how do you do that? All right. When it comes to diet. Oh, by the way, I should also say that performance for me with the Ironman was X number of times I was going to swim, bike and run per week. And back then it was probably swim three times, you know, run three times and bike three times a week. So there was, I could measure how many times I did that. And yes, I was a trainer. I had more time than most people. Ironman is a ridiculous goal for most of you. You're not even going to come close to that. Some will, some you have no desire, but I'm just giving you, there was a framework to follow. And that was the performance goals. And for me too, the swimming, since I couldn't swim one lap across the pool, my goal and I built up was to be able to swim an hour nonstop. I did not care how long I swam in one of the most disgusting pools in New York City. It cost me $20 a year to show you. <laughs> it was a city pool. I'm sure I contracted, uh, you know, several diseases, uh, but it didn't matter. I was excited, kind of. <laughs> Swimming was always and still is a challenge. But that was a goal. I said, I need to be able to swim for an hour nonstop. And guess what? The swim, when I did it, took longer than an hour. But I knew if I could swim for an hour nonstop, I could, I could get through that swim. And again, this was a huge goal for me at the time. And it was in New Zealand. Crazy, you know, but story for another day. All right. So process performance outcome goals for you with your diet. Now, I'm, I'm rejiggering the, these because we need rejiggering. What, what's been put out there isn't working. So when it comes to your diet, eating healthier, that is a huge goal of so many people when it comes to the new year, and it should be, and, and all year long, too. You may listen to the show in August. Still holds true, obviously. It does not matter when. So the process, and if you've listened to shows like the one I did with David Garcia, who lost 160 pounds, has kept it off for a decade, the process goals are exactly what he talked about. And that's why I have guys like David on the show. And if you want to put a word to them, they're the small steps. And as I say, there are no small steps, and I want those steps. Those are the ones that work. Remember the too much, too soon, too vague? All right. Process for your diet for eating healthier. Now, let me fast forward. The outcome goal for most people is to lose weight. But when it comes to process, here we go. So you're going to bring your food to work if you work. Not all the time you can say, I'm going to bring lunch to work. I'm going to bring snacks, whatever it is. You're going to start controlling what you can. We have control, right? When people tell me, oh, it's really hard for me to eat healthy. I travel all the time. I go, what are you talking about? So do I. Every restaurant has a salad, has chicken, all that stuff. It's choices, right? But if you want something specific, when I travel, I bring protein shakes in, in single-serving packets. I bring a shake bottle. I sometimes bring oatmeal because I can just heat that up with the hot water in a hotel room. So plan ahead of time. Process. David Garcia started bringing his lunch to work. One meal. If you want to bring more, you can. Secondly, prepare food ahead of time. I hard boil a bunch of eggs, dozen eggs at least, every Sunday for my boys. I cook a bunch of chicken breasts every now and again. Prepare food ahead of time. This is the process to achieve your ultimate outcome goals. You can join something like, again, I have no affiliation with any of these, Weight Watchers, a group. There's power in numbers. This is the process. Sign up for home food delivery if that's something you want to do. 
buy a bunch of cookbooks, just like I did with my Iron Man. I just got the Blue Zones cookbook for Christmas this year, so I'm going to start cooking out of that for my boys. See a nutritionist to see what you're doing, to get some knowledge, to get you started, to get some numbers. And you know what the process for a diet too is? Get a physical. If you haven't had one in a while, because that's going to go to my outcome goals. Have a physical. Have numbers to measure. And let me jump over performance and get right to outcome goals, and I'm going to backtrack. Most people's outcome goals is to lose weight. If you've listened to any of my other podcasts, you know that I am hell-bent against that being the number one goal. Here are outcome goals for your healthy eating diet plan for the new year. Sure, weight loss. Let's put that out there because it has to be. Then body fat percentage. You have scales now, Wi-Fi scales. Yes, some are more accurate than others. Doesn't matter. Lower your body fat. And you can get on that scale today. And if it says 30%, your ultimate goal should just be less. But you can say 25, whatever that number is. But but instead of just weight, because you can put on muscle. So attain a certain body fat percentage. Another awesome outcome goal. Lower your blood pressure. Did a couple shows on this. An awesome outcome goal based on your diet. Lower triglycerides. Again, the numbers you get at your physical or you already have received, this is going to show you that your healthy eating is so much more than just pure weight loss. Getting off your medications. Another outcome goal of your healthy eating. Okay, so ways to measure it. And again, if you're like, listen, I just, that 10 pounds I want to lose, that's great. But I also want you to try and track these other metrics because that's going to help keep you motivated and happy. All right, now to the performance goals, really important. One to two pounds of weight loss per week, no more than two. Unless you have a significant amount of weight to lose, and even then, two pounds is a caloric deficit of 7,000 calories. That is 1,000 a day. That is a lot. So one to two pounds per week. That is the performance goals. That is how you track your consistency your results over time and sometimes that will happen and sometimes it won't sometimes it'll be a little bit more a little bit less there's water and stuff and that's why the pure weight loss goal something i will never allow you to just have all right eating multiple meals a day now this is my philosophy this is what's worked for me eating five meals a day is what i do five to six meals a day it's what my clients have done five to six medium-sized meals a day that's performance Eat every three hours. That's a different way to look at it. You wake up, you have breakfast at seven. You have another meal, medium size at at 10. You have lunch at one. You have a snack at four. You have dinner at seven. That is a healthy, uh, successful way to approach it. For me, uh, eat X grams of protein per day. Another way to measure it. Another performance goal. Generally around half your body weight in grams, plus or minus, depending on certain factors. But that's a great number to start. Drink X number ounces of water per day. Pretty close. Half your body weight in ounces, they say. But if you're someone like me who struggles, I'm just like, I'm going to have two water bottles and I'm going to try to finish both of them by the end of the day. But that's measurable. I either do drink them or I don't. So I fill them up in the morning. I've got the two. I got to drink those throughout the day, finish them by the end of the day. Here's another great performance goal. Eat a salad every day. One, that's lunch generally for me. A salad with some protein on it. So you got your process goals, bringing your food to work, preparing food ahead of time, joining a group, seeing a nutritionist, okay? Buying some cookbooks, buying a, a, a scale. 
the body fat scale. That's the process. That's getting yourself ready. Buying a scale. If you want to weigh your food and stuff like that, it gets me excited. Now, I don't want you doing that for the rest of your life, but that's much better. All of the things I just described, there goes my <laughs> Bobby Peter Brady voice sometimes when I get worked up. <laughs> uh, all of those things are better than starting a restrictive diet. In my opinion, in my experience, all of those things, process, write them down. What are you going to do? What are the steps you're going to take? And then what are your, to, to get started with the healthy eating? Then what's the performance you're looking for? One to two pounds per week. Again, if it's the, if the weight loss, that's the goal, but I'm more, and, and these could be process goals. I move these to performance goals for a reason, eating five meals a day for some other people. That would be a process measurable. It's not just the scale. Did you eat five meals a day? Did you eat every three hours or so? Did you get in your X grams of protein per day? And you spread that out. If you're getting in 50, let's just round number, 50 grams of protein per day, five meals, 10 grams of protein, obviously plus or minus. If one meal you get 20, then you can potentially skip, but I don't want you to skip because protein also keeps you satiated and blood sugar and stuff like that. Different show. Did you get in the water? Did you eat a salad every day? Self-efficacy. I'm not talking about what did you cut out? Did you not do something? I'm not talking about not. It's not what we lose. It's what we gain. And when you go, I ate my salad today. And guess what? That's being healthier. This is about health. So there you go. All right. When we come back from the break, going to give you the same thing, same process, performance, outcome goals with exercise. And you're going to be ready to go for the new year. You're going to be that 8%. We'll be right back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, I really want you to take to heart what I just told you about diet, how to set those process goals, performance, and outcome, and to have more outcome goals than just pure weight loss, being healthy, measuring all of those different metrics, and setting yourself up for success. All right, exercise, process goals, buying some home exercise equipment, buying a fitness tracker, a watch, a step, whatever you want, a pedometer, um, you know, Fitbit type thing. This is getting you ready. Buying some, some new clothes, some exercise, you know, new sneakers, new workout clothes, all getting you ready. Joining a gym if you want. Joining a boutique gym. Buying some passes. Joining a walking or running club. All right? Success in numbers. You could hire a personal trainer if you want. And one of the best process goals, listening to this show. There you go. Had to put that in there. I was really excited when I thought of that as a process goal. But it's true. When it comes to X, that's process. It's going to help you achieve your goal. And here's what I love. I separated these on purpose. Your outcome goal is not weight loss with, with exercise. Not a chance. That's your diet. That's the healthy eating. Okay? Performance goals. Exercise X number of times per week. And for many of you, to get you started, I want three. I don't want five. I don't want six. I don't want seven. I want three. We go back to what I said at the start. Too much, too soon, too vague. Major issue with New Year's goals. Too many people go to the gym seven days a week for the first week, five days a week for the second week, three days a week for the third week, one for the fourth, they're gone. How about you do it the opposite way? I would rather you say, I'm going to get to the gym or I'm going to work out at home once this week and then twice next week and then three times the week after. Okay? It's about good habits, flipping it the opposite way. Always surprised my clients when I would say that to them. Okay? I don't want you to go on a restrictive diet, and I don't want you to say you're going to go to the gym seven days a week or even work out at home seven days a week to start. That's too much. You can't change that many things at once. All right? Performance goals. Again, starting with exercising plus or minus, but right around three times a week to get started. You can build on that, and it will build. But if you say I'm going to exercise six times in week number one and you only do only, I shouldn't say that word, but only because of you, you set that six. If you then do four times, you feel like you haven't accomplished it. But if you set three times and you do four times, you did one more. You were successful at achieving your goals and you exceeded it. But I would rather you start slowly and build. All right. 
get X number of minutes of cardio per week. In my book, Beat the Gym, for, to throw out a round number, didn't have a lot to do with science, but gave some, something to work towards. Basically, your weight in minutes per week. It's a great way to get started. If you weigh 150 pounds, it's 150 minutes of cardio per week. No, it's not with the, the Centers for Disease Control and that stuff. But those numbers, when people hear, oh, you have to do an hour a day, it's all about building up. And if you're 200 pounds, you got to walk. And the beauty of it is you can do that any way you want. You can do 30 minutes a day, 60 minutes the next day, 20 minutes by the end of the week. I want you to have achieved that number. That's one way. You don't have to do that. You can do number of times per week workouts, or you can do minutes per week. It's whatever motivates you. That's the difference with my advice and philosophy. Got to find what works for you. We're going to take the science. We're going to take the anecdotal, and we're going to put it all together. And it can be total steps. That's your performance. You got the fitness tracker, but the total steps is not 10,000. It's a little bit more than you did the day before, the week before. Okay? It's building. The outcome. Here's the difference. Again, there's no weight loss associated with my exercise goals. Weight loss is not about exercise. Let me take that back. Of course it's about, but not when it comes to the goal setting like this. It's all connected. When you exercise, you eat better. When you eat better, you feel better. You exercise more. It is intricately connected like that. But my point is, when it comes to goal setting, I want you to set separate the diet and the the exercise. Because just because you're not hitting those diet goals doesn't mean you stop the exercise. Okay? Now, the outcome goals could be this. You got to find one for you that motivates you. For me, it was the Ironman way back when. But again, crazy for most people. It could be to do 10 push-ups. Outcome goals. You're just starting an exercise program. It could be to do that class you've always wanted to do for 60 minutes. Right? It could be to do a 60-second plank or a 30-second plank. That's the outcome goal. It could be to run a marathon. Maybe you've always wanted to do that. It could be to walk your first 5K. And ultimately... We're going to end on this. The outcome goal, and this sounds crazy, but it's to exercise X numbers of times per week. That's the ultimate outcome goal for me in exercise. And generally, hopefully, over time, it's going to be five, six times per week. I want a day off for most people, but that's the ultimate outcome goal. It's not weight loss. It's frequency and consistency of exercise. So there you have it. Take a chart, do three columns. What's your process goals for diet, for healthy eating? Are you going to cook every Sunday? Are you going to buy a couple cookbooks? Are you going to do home food delivery? Are you going to join a group? Are you going to see a nutritionist? Are you going to buy, uh, you can even do the clothes things for the diet too. You're going to buy an outfit that you want to fit into. Love that much more than the pure weight loss goals. Because you could gain a couple pounds, still fit in it, people. You could lose body fat, gain a little muscle, Okay. And then do the same for your exercise. What's your process? Are you going to buy X piece of home exercise equipment? All right, that's the way to do it. Performance goals. What's your weekly goal? And start slowly, build up. And what's your ultimate outcome goal that's exercise? Has, have you always wanted to jump rope for two minutes straight? Have you always wanted to, you know, be able to walk for an hour? What's your big goal? And then you work backwards. It's the smaller goals that get you to the outcome goals, all right? And that's the way you do it.
If you like this show, please rate it. Rate it regardless. <laughs> uh, leave a comment. And listen, you can achieve so much. I make these shows shorter. I could do three hours. All these shows will build on one another, though. But process, performance, outcome. All those goals you, you haven't yet achieved, you can. The attainable thing, let's just throw it out, of, out the window. Someone tell me, I, I've never had, I'm trying to think, a client tell me a goal that I thought they couldn't achieve. Uh, not, you know, it's about consistency. It's about the right, it's all about giving it time and it's all about following the right plan. So you pick the outcome goal and you work backwards. And that's why specific goals like an Ironman, like walking a 5K, like doing a, a charity bike ride, those things give your workouts purpose and they give them focus. And you say, oh, if I'm doing an Ironman, I got to swim X times per week. All those things start to fall into place. When it's just weight loss, it's lost. And it's about being healthy. So I want you to separate your healthy diet goals from your exercise goals. That is so crucial. They are connected, but you do not judge your exercise program based on the scale. You got to tweak both those parts. And that's the difference, people, too, is so many people just change one thing. And when you're trying to lose two pounds a week and you need a thousand calorie deficit per day and you're just changing what you eat, that is really hard. But when you burn a little more, when you eat a little less and you do that consistently, that is what works for people like me and people like David Garcia who do it a long time. It doesn't change your life, but you have to build up that habit of exercise. And that's why I will leave you that your ultimate outcome goal ultimate one. Now I love the, the smaller ones for me. It was, you know, doing a sub three marathon, all these kind of performance type goals, outcome goals for, for sports. But at the end of the day, it was about making exercise a habit because it's fun. And when you flip that switch and when it becomes not whether you can do your exercise that you want to, that it's not punishment. It is, it is pleasurable You've done it. So take this advice, make a chart for yourself, three columns, two different charts, one for eating, one for exercise, and you will be successful. You will be that 8%. Thanks for listening. I am Tom Holland. Rate it, comment, tell your friends, tell your family. Thank you for listening. Any shows you want me, any topics you want me to talk about, any shows you want me to do, I was going to say, leave it in the comments. I read them. We've done a bunch. All right. Happy New Year for listening to this the day it comes out. And you can change anytime. Don't wait for the new year. Every day is a new day. I'm Tom Holland. Believe in yourself. Fitness Disrupted is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Take good care and we'll see you there. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hello Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.